you could win in APCO's Cash for Chrissy competition. That's right, APCO Joe. There's 1K to brighten your day. And 1K to give away to a mate for Christmas. APCO's Cash for Chrissy on now at APCO. <laughs> Uh, always appreciate this man's time. Uh, former All Australian Ruckman, he's a recruiter um, extraordinaire as well. Matt Rendell uh, joins us again. Matty, hello, mate. Uh, good evening, Sammy. Uh, before we get into um, some of the more juicier stuff from the round of footy, uh, have you got a hero and a villain for me? Oh, how many heroes have I got? How many will I have? <laughs> hey, as many well, as gonna, you want. Well, I'm going to put a little category here. Uh, Gold Coast Suns forward line. Rankin, Ainsworth, Roses and Jeffrey with Chol and Casbolt are going to cause massive havoc on the way home. They are just starting to look awesome. Uh, especially, uh, I don't know which way Roses, Ainsworth and Rankin are going at the moment. And Jeffrey, can he do some stuff? Oh. You've got to put, put a player on him. Um, and I'm going to give him a... I think Chol's been the trade of the off-season. Um, especially with King going down. He's been fantastic, Joel. Uh, and the other two who deserve a real mention here for Gold Coast Suns, Ballard and Collins. Now, they've been at the back mm. pump for a few years here. Ballard came in virtually as an 18-year-old and went to centre-half back. He was about a 194, 195, but really skinny. Did a pretty good job, really, uh, being undersized on a lot of players. And now he really looks like an AFL player. And Collins is just so hard to get a kick on. They're doing a lot of things right. Uh, the other bloke I want to give a special mention to is Sean Darcy, Freo Ruckman. Um, fantastic on uh, Absolutely. on the weekend. Uh, he's an interesting one, Darcy. So he he tra- played and trained with our VF, Collingwood VFL team before the draft. So that, um, that year. Um, and we like what we saw, but we had Grundy, Cox, uh, Lynch already, and I think maybe even Whitson Keats. As well, and uh, we decided not to go with him because we just thought, well, he's, he's not going to play. Grundy was still young there and, and, and dominating. Uh, but he's ended up going to Freo and he's forged a, a great career there, winning their best and fairest. And uh, and Cox, have, of course, was there as well with us, with Collingwood. So, um, look, he's forced himself to be in the top two or three best ruckman in the comp, even though he still looks a tad overweight, Sammy, but... Uh, isn't he having a, a great year? And the other one I want to give a big tick to is Dakonic Sam coming at uh, oh star. Uh, uh, so so I did trade radio with Soss last year and Damian Barrett, and uh, he kept singing his praises. He hadn't played a game by then, I don't think, or might have played one, but uh, he said, no, "Watch this bloke; he's going to be an absolute gun when uh, Geelong finally played him." So, and he's been proven right, Soss. Yeah, he has. Just on the, the Freo Rock on it, I think that was Rory Lobb's best game too. Uh, the three goals from him. Schultz kicked four, I know. But uh, as we know, Matty, if you're going to win premierships, you've got to have key forwards that you can set your watch to. And that when you need that get-out mark, that, that kick down the line or a mark inside forward 50. And that's, you know, Wiedering's absence um, in the second half uh, after going down with that shoulder uh, yeah. was telling because Collingwood, who don't take many marks inside 50, were able to take a lot. Darcy and Lobb combo, 39 hitouts to 27. Gorn and Jackson, 31 disposals to 35. 13 marks to 9. 15 score involvements to 10. 4 goals to nil. So that combo had its way um, with arguably the best ruck yeah. combo, uh, probably and, and, just ahead of Marshall and Ryder in the competition. Yes. 
Yeah, but he's hard to catch long. I mean, the week before against Collingwood, he was oh. much good. Look, he's, if you could tap into his mind and get him to come with that, the right attitude week in, week out, I mean, he's a player. There's no doubt about that. Hmm. But um, he he uh, he was on song with the rest of the team. Uh, but uh, you know, I, I don't know, I don't know what I'm going to get next week. That's the problem with uh, Lob. With Darcy, I don't know what I'm going to get week in, week out. How did you enjoy yesterday? Eighty thousand MCG. Um, I felt like for the first time that footy was back in the way that we yeah. loved growing up, uh, and for most of our lives, it was just so good with that many people well, you know in full voice, yeah. and and it was a close game, old time rivals, new life bred into that old rivalry. Um, it had a bit of everything, a bit of uh, a, a bit of uh, fizz in it, a bit of spite. Um, some great goals, yeah. kicks, and big marks taken, and 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 plenty of twists and turns uh, to keep yourself and you heroic acts all along the way. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, look, we knew that um, it was going to be a big crowd because it's Collingwood's home game, so they were going to turn up. And you, and the Carlton people have come out of the woodwork. Yeah, you know, it's been 20 years, but they've come out of the woodwork, and you knew they were going to turn up. Yes, uh, for this game. So uh, no, that's uh, it, it's really. Sam, it's really a shot in the arm that AFL needed as far as attendance is going for the year, wasn't it? It was. I mean, they were saying probably 85, but uh, Sunday afternoon probably killed five anyway. So, uh, look, it, it was a, you know, hopefully the rest of the season that, um, you know, off that excitement around that game that the crowds, people start coming back to the footy more. Yeah, it's, it's going to be fascinating, I think, when the next rights deal comes about where they prioritise, where do we think marquee time slots are. It would seem the old Saturday Arvo just isn't it anymore with the way that people's no. lives are, are being lived and whether it's a clash with junior sport or, or working more days of the week than we ever have. Um, I'm not sure, but we know Thursday night footy is going to be a permanent fixture, hopefully, um, but it should be already. It's ridiculous it that it's be. not, but it certainly will be not. by 2024. So, and then Friday's prime time, whether or not it's Saturday night and we stop putting two Saturday night games up against each other, maybe that Sunday afternoon slot is more is easier for people to get to. Yes, well, uh, you know, you could assume that uh, probably that late, Sunday afternoon one, uh, you know, the the Perth team sort of half shared out. So it's afternoon for them, but it's uh, evening, you know, mm. going into evening for us. But, um, you know, they're going to take up a bulk of those. Uh, they wouldn't be happy about that. But, um, yeah, maybe that, um, you know, two, what is it, a one, is it 145 start or what, one something start on a Sunday? Well, that game was uh, 3.20. It, it, that's a good time. Yeah. Oh, that was a 3.20, sorry. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, and so James. Twenty game, you reckon? Yeah. Yeah, James in Bandura saying you've forgotten about Anzac Day already, Sam. No, James, we expect that kind of crowd from Anzac Day. What we haven't been getting yeah. is those kind of crowds to just a, a regular home and away match. So yeah. certainly not yeah. forgetting that. Hey, what do you make of the news? Uh, Carolyn Wilson just broke uh, the video released by Essendon President Paul Brasher, saying that he will conduct an immediate review into the football department at Essendon, focusing on recruiting, list management, uh, help for the coaches. Um, uh, they need. They've got skill issues that need to be addressed, and he's apologised uh, for not announcing properly uh, oh, the, uh, the 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 re-signing of Xavier Campbell. But this is their. They did a review in 2020, and now we've got another one happening, and we're just halfway yeah. through 2022. Oh, I'm not big on this. Not not when you've already done one and you've you, you've put the your people in, and they had a really good year last year. Look, um, I don't know if I spoke to you, Sammy, or I spoke to someone else. I said. 
you know, you need your best players playing. Stringer got him into the finals last year, basically. Yeah. He had a super last eight, nine games. And the bloke they missed desperately is Tipper. Yes. Now he's retired. The Tipper, every time Tipper scored a goal, they won a game. So he hasn't played for a year and a half, and he's, and he's finished now. Yeah. So, um, look, and, and the bloke, the, the player that um, is really important to him, and what, well, I see him as really important, but he's never got to mention is Langford playing in the middle. Agreed. Full midfielder, tough, toughest team, can do jobs, and it allows Shield and Merritt you know, to get on the outside because he plays on the inside. So I think they're missing. They, they never address their key back. Oh, Stewart played really well last year. He hasn't played a game this year. I don't think either is a key back. Uh, they really didn't fix up. They needed to go and find a really good key back who could hold up there, especially since they made the finals. They need to find one in the off-season. They didn't do it. Uh, so Laverde and those blokes, you know, undersized playing on those big blokes, doing good jobs, but... Um, you know, they're just missing four or five of their regular players who make them so much better. Um, and so I'm just thinking, you know, you're jumping at shadows. Uh, I'll do a review into the list management and recruiting, but I would have thought that list management and recruiting is pretty good. You know, the Perkins, uh, Reed, and... Cox. Uh, Cox. Cox, yep. Now, Cox hasn't played either. He had a no. So, last year. So Stewart's only... One, so yeah. Stewart's only played the three games, and you're right, they're missing four out of their top five goal scorers from last yeah. year. So I, yeah. I, I agree with you all on that, but there is something that's just not quite there, and Mick McGuan said to me earlier tonight that it, his issue with them is it seems like there's too much ego and that players just refuse to play a role of which they're being asked to play. Uh, and Langford, you're right, he's one of those players who plays his role and is the selfless one in the yeah. midfield, like whether it be a, yeah. a Lambert at, at Richmond or, um, you know, Hewitt at Carlton, uh, guys like this. Um, but there's and, something else that's not quite there because at least yeah, yeah. what you'd want the fans are even saying to us, Matty, understand all that, but all we want to do is walk away saying we're proud of your efforts today and they haven't been able to say that all year. No, they've been hot and cold. They've been hot and cold with that. I like what they did. You know, they got smashed early. It's, that looked like it was going to blow out. Geez, they fought hard to the end of that uh, uh, the game on the weekend against Port. Fair point. That yep. might be a little bit of a turning point for them. The other one they missed too, and he's just come back. Is Jones? He was really good last year in the forward line. Yes. So their their forward line's been decimated, really, of their best players. Uh, heavy reliance on Wright, um, and you know he's not really the P. He's better being the second man, but they really haven't got anyone else since. Uh, you know they threw Hooker down there. Hooker retired, and Hooker took a lot of the uh, grunt down the forward line. So, But, I, yeah, I agree with you and the, and the supporters of the Sun. They need to bring more... They need to bring the grunt week in, week out. And they've been really spasmodic with that. And that's back to the coaching, back to the coaching group to make sure the team comes with the grunt week in, week out, win, lose or draw. Uh, what are some of the performances that impressed you over the weekend? There were, we had comeback wins uh, all over the place, whether it be uh, Frio against Melbourne, uh, whether it be um, whether it be the Swans against Richmond, or the Lions come back um, against the yeah. Giants. Their scoring power at Brisbane is more. They've got the most potent forward line, and they still don't have Joe Dano oh, no, back. No. They have the most potent forward line in the competition, surely. Oh, clear, clear, clearly. Uh, you know they all. You know they all take a turn. Uh, this time it was McCarthy with uh, five. Did he kick? Um, they're they're all four. capable. Four he kicked, um, and uh, Rayner and 
Cameron, I mean, and then you throw in the tools when they come back. I mean, they're just so capable, aren't they? And, um, and, and the beauty of the game that's played today, Sam, is teams are going fast. Mm. Finally. Finally. Yes. They're all doing it. Yep. Richmond's led the way. Richmond led the way. Everyone else was really slow to pick it up. Brisbane was the first one to follow Richmond when Fagan came in. Um, and now we're seeing there the two, you know, Richmond won all the flags. Uh, Melbourne did it last year, went really quick. When you've got guns in your forward line, why wouldn't you go quick and get uh, agree. one out yeah. results? I mean, their guns up there, they're going to win more than 50% of the ball. If that's the case, you've got to score more than 50, which means you're probably going to win the game. So, so it's been, a, been slow for the teams to do it, but the teams are doing it. It's just, it's been exhilarating football this year. I spoke on... Uh, uh, SE in South Australia I do a little gig there on a Wednesday Sam with Kimbo and Rucci and the first thing I said at the, you know, as the season was started I said I think this is going to be uh, the best year of footy in my life and um, I don't think I've seen anything this year to change my mind well, I mean, I, there, there is, you don't know what's going to happen week to week, game to game except for Eagles <laughs> North probably, but the rest of them anyone can win them Oh, that's right. And I said before, Gold Coast Suns, their last month, they've beaten the Swans and the Dockers uh, and the Hawks. They've also beaten the Blues earlier this year. The Pies have just beaten two top four teams uh, in a row, yet inexplicably lost to West Coast. So I think you're right. I mean, on any given, you know, that old line from the movie, Any Given Sunday, on any given day, um, you can win or lose. Yeah. Uh, and that's what's and, and, so exciting about and the this year. Bit is, Sammy, the crucial bit is, if you lose some key players, it, geez, it makes it difficult for you because it's such an even competition. And, we, and Carlton are going to be under massive pressure with yeah, metering out. Yep. We're going to see that. Uh, and, and, and McKay are still a way off. Uh, Jack Barton's, I'm not sure when he's due back, but this buy can't come quick enough for, uh, for Carlton. Uh, probably Essendon. And, and uh, maybe they can get some troops back. Eagles as well. Uh, so if, if you lose three or four of your better players, boy, it, bring, it makes it difficult for you because it's such a tight comp. Yeah, I mean, and for Carlton, they've got Essendon after the bye, so that won't be as big a, a headache for that defence. But then they do have Richmond, um, so I'm not sure if Lynch comes back then, but there's Rewalt to contend with. Uh, and then they've Ooh. got the Dockers, who have got the two tall forwards that are starting to find um, a, a little bit of something in Lobb and Taberner. And then they've got St Kilda, uh, West Coast, and then uh, Geelong. Ooh. So there's there's tough games to come and for them where that defence will be under pressure. Yeah. And I expect North and West Coast to be much better in the second half of the year. West Coast obviously gets some players back. Uh, seem to you know get over their COVID. Apparently, the game on the weekend was the first time they did have a COVID-related with, withdrawal. So um, I expect them to cause a bit of havoc on the one they're obviously going to finish down the bottom there. But um, and and teams like the Crows, you know, have been super competitive. Um, you know, they've got North and West Coast twice. So if they can cause a few upsets on the way home. <laughs> They're horribly hard to beat. Hey, mate, before I let you go, so how much do we take out of the tactical uh, manoeuvres that were employed by Justin Longmuir? Yes, they had a few things go their way, like May uh, being down, Petrarca was crook, um, uh, no Langdon, no McDonald. um, But have they shown us a little bit about what the blueprint might be to dismantling the reigning premiers, the Dockers? Well, 
the first time I saw Melbourne vulnerable was last year, Crows against the Crows in Adelaide. The mm. Crows had no right to get close to them, the youngest team in the comp. And they took the game on through the middle of the ground and started spotting up blokes. They were settled back there, you know, and they loved to, the zone off, especially Lever and the like. And they just kept hitting up players through the middle. Mm. And, um, you know, won the game by a point. I think it was their first loss last year to Melbourne about yep. this time of the year. Um, and then Freo have, you know, caused all sorts of havoc. Maybe out of the centre square in that, but uh, why is it taking so long for someone to tag Oliver? Uh, it just staggers me mm. that this doesn't happen week in, week out. And Ace did a super job. I don't reckon he would have tagged anyone before in his life. And he was magnificent playing on him. It's not that hard. Um, so took him right out of the game. And, and you know, you can you take Petrarca and, and um, you know, obviously it was Crook. You take Petrarca and Oliver out of their game. And, you know, they come back to the field a bit. And, you, and you've got to move that ball quickly. Um, especially with uh, May out. Or you'll miss a week. But um, uh, you've got to move that ball quickly mm. into that forward line. You can't go s- slow. Um, and that's what they did. They managed to control the clearances, really. And and you can get it in there quick if you control the clearances. Yeah. And that's what they did. Hey, yeah. Matty, love catching up with you. Thanks for making yourself available to me again. Uh, speak to you again soon. No worries, Sam. All right. Thanks, mate. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.